Welcome to the ministry of Reverend David Edigenfi. Reverend David is the founder and president of Kingdom Mystery Center Worldwide. He is an end-time apostle mandated to raise mature sons of God who will explicitly manifest their identity in Christ. Reverend David has a dynamic music ministry and is the author of Dangers of Wrong Marriage. His strong passion for soul winning has spread Jesus for all missions and evangelistic crusade ministry. Now listen to Reverend David Edgerby. Come on. 
your hands unto the Lord. Oh, we are so grateful. Wave your God to him. He's a banana. He's a king of pain that the Lord of Lords Jesus. God is mighty here already. And I'm glad you are here this morning. I sense the anointing of God come upon me four times while we're singing. And I believe that the Lord has a purpose and a plan for our lives this morning. At least we know that we have to be prophetic, isn't it? Even with our amens and our praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Because this morning is a prophetic service. And it's your prophetic day. I say it's a day of your testimony. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I say it's a day of your testimony. I don't know who I'm speaking to. But I'm sure it is you. If only you make it yours. I came here for somebody this morning. Just to tell you. The Lord is ready for you. I said the Lord is ready for you. And something is about to happen to your life. You are about to see the hand of God in your life. You are about to see the hand of the Lord Jesus in your life. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. There are two things that happen to our lives. One of the greatest things that a person can ever do is to give his life to Jesus. You see, in life, until a foundation is laid, a building may be raised. The Bible says that a building may be raised, but we are just sure of one thing, that it will collapse one day. Any life that is not built on the foundation, the Bible says there is no foundation laid except that which is laid of Christ. Any life that is not built on the foundation is a life building, no matter how well it's built, no matter how beautiful it's built, but it is only being built to be collapsed one day. So, even Paul, listen, let me tell you, many grace preachers go about and say that Paul had laid a foundation for grace. Paul never laid a foundation for grace. Paul just built on the grace. The, the scripture said that Paul has planted and he said who has watered? Apollos has watered. So what it means is that no matter what Paul was preaching, Apollos was also preaching him. So Paul's days, Paul alone was not a good preacher. Apollos was also a very great preacher. But none of these ones could, could take credit to themselves because for the increase, it didn't come by Paul's preaching. An increase never came by Apollos preaching. But the scripture says that it is God that gives us 
the increase. You may call me an excellent preacher. You may call me a very anointed preacher. You may call whoever and whatever, whoever names, whether it's me or not. Whoever you are calling excellent preacher, whatever result they are having. They are not having the result because they preach good. They having the result because God is increasing it. The scripture says that except God builds the house. He said the builders will build. Not that they will not build. They will build. Not that they will not lay the bricks. They will lay the bricks. Not that they will not, I mean, go ahead and establish the ministry. They will establish the ministry. Not that they will not go ahead and marry. When you propose, the lady will ask you will get married but except God builds it except God gets involved he said you will do it yes everybody will see you are doing it some people will even clap for you some people will call you a skillful builder but except he builds it he said you build by yet you build in vain so seven my say you build, but you build in vain. Not that you will not build, you will build. But this morning, I came to prophesy to somebody. God says, I should tell you, he's involved in whatever you are doing. He has taken the initiative, and faithful is he who has said it, who has begun a good work in your life. He is bringing it to a perfect end. Even if you shout a louder, Amen. This is why sometimes you don't have to be so disturbed about who has gone ahead. Because who went ahead is your God. I didn't, I didn't hear you. I said, who went ahead? He is your God. You are just seeing somebody going back. God is there already. He's waiting for you in the future. I don't know what you think and what you are saying. But God has gone ahead. Say God has gone ahead of me. Say God has gone ahead of me. And he has gone ahead for me. All is well in Jesus name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. If it is you shout amen. If it is you shout amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see. We become born again in Christians by the gospel of grace. Some of the things many people don't know. But I want to bring light to you this morning. You can't come to church and go back the same. It's not proper. You see, some of you, when you come to church, what are you looking for is prophecy only. I told the man of God, that was three days ago. I said, listen, the Bible says that prophecies will fail. But the word that will not fail. It will never fail. If there's anything you have to look for in this life, it must be the word of God. We are saved by the arrangements and orchestrations of the gospel of grace. The gospel of grace reveals the cross to us and reveals us to the cross. The convictions of the spirit and the workings and the, the workings of the Holy Spirit to convict us, to bring us to a point where we realize the necessity of our salvation. When we come to a certain point, we realize that mm, I have to give my life to Jesus. I must be born again. That work is the work of the gospel of grace. 
atumno ena ema yen hunu eye as eda senua ne kire ye na eda yen so so kire asenua no atumno ne sese ye wedum nyina asere bi ye be dum pembe so be mu se ese ye de ho ma yesu pa sabri the place and the workings of the blood of jesus and all the things that you can talk about the cross and all those these are all part of the gospel of grace but when we have been born again after we have been born again i am so glad about how jesus said he said except a man be born again it means that being born again is an event it's a situation it's an occasion it's a time it's a season in a man's life that one must be born again and when you are born again he said except you go through that season of your life there is another realm another season another phase and another dimension called a kingdom life you will never enter that realm you can't go and one reason why many Christians fail in this Christian life is that and, and in fact I'm telling you I was just meditating on this thing this morning and I saw that even we the pastor some of us have made mistakes one of the greatest errors in a man's life is to think of yourself you are adequate that is one of the greatest deception a person may walk through anybody that comes to that realm that position of thinking of himself he is adequate of himself he has he has arrived at the place of completion you have just started at the point of deception you see in this very life we are surrounded the bible says that since you are surrounded by a thick cloud so even in the heavens we are surrounded by clouds of witness even if in heaven we are surrounded by thick clouds of glory what about on earth we are surrounded the bible says that we are walking in darkness he said darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people child of god but i said the lord shall arise upon his people if you come to that point where you don't realize that you need god in your life i promise you your salvation is difficult I trust on my TSS, she also about for Domina, a yadans for washay, or so upon the way she say, Nasa see where so and not trust on the case. I yet assume can be as a sinuso, they soon can be as a nipa, a woman or sin, a rade, but man a woman or so, a woman so, then no one so be no say, Sabre and we hear a rade pa. Hear me, hear me. When Jesus appeared to me, right, yes, done with the panel. He made a statement. Or can send me. He says, I am the way. Or say, Many acquiring I'm the truth. Many no crano and I'm the life. Many emquano. Jesus came as the way. Yes, by say aquino. I say Jesus came as what? The way. Yes, or by say aquino. And Jesus came as the door. Now yes, by say a pronono. Jesus didn't come as the gate. Yes, one must have come as the door. Or by say a pono. The gate may lead to a compound. 
But the door leads to an enclosed place. Jesus came as a door, not for us to enter and exit, for us to enter and remain. But if he come as a gate, then we may have entered and have options to enter into another place. But he said, I am the door. Jesus came as the lamp. He came as the lamp. Have you forgotten? The scripture says that he came as a lamp, and when he's coming again, he will come as a lion. He came as a lamp. Why a lamp? He came as a savior. He came as a sacrificial lamp. So the other day, John the Baptist said, Behold, the lamp of God that taketh away the sin of the world. He saw a human being. There are times we may see you as pastors, as apostles, as prophets. We may see you well dressed, but we look beyond you and we see that you are a dead corpse. He saw a human being going and he said, Behold, a lamp. Like one day I was passing somewhere and I saw three boys sitting. As I was driving, the moment I drove past, I, I just saw a dead corpse. So I drove, I reversed the gear and I looked at the boys and I said, Brother, bring this boy home to me. Please, you people must come home. I need to pray with you. I need to talk to you because I saw one of them, the one sitting in the middle, that the guy was a corpse. Just in a few days before I realized, I had the news that the guy is dead and he's been buried. I said, hey, how? So, you see, not what you think of yourself, but there is the reality that exists beyond your ability to comprehend. So he came as a lamp just because of grace. But child of God, after we have enjoyed the grace, the grace is the invitation of God. The grace is the workings of the Lord. The grace is the uh, equipment of God. The grace, you see, the grace of God is made abound unto us. Grace is available because we are we are sinners. We can't save ourselves. You see, without grace, it is impossible for one to be born again. You can't be born again. You see, grace is the doings and the dealings of God for mankind, for what man cannot do for himself. What can't man do for himself? Man cannot save himself. That is why grace exists. And what is grace? Grace is the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, the death, his burial, his resurrection, even on the right hand side of God for our sake. Grace is the shedding of Jesus' blood, the life of Jesus, so that he will let's change his life for our life. You see, Jesus has given us his life so that his life will swallow our life. The Bible says time is coming, mortality will be swallowed by what? Immortality. Child of God, grace has been made for you to enjoy. It's the free gift of God. I said it's the free gift of God. The reason why it is difficult for unbelievers to be born again because the grace message is not properly preached. Don't go and tell the fornicator, stop fornicating. Because he's fornicating. Which baby was born fornicating? 
he was born and when he was born he was smoking nobody was born fornicating nobody was born drinking but why do we end up drinking smoking because we are under a certain nature the nature of sin which is the nature of satan so as we are growing we are actually developing and growing in that nature and therefore the the virtues of the nature begins to come up we begin to have passions for the wrong thing you come to a certain point a man and a man wants to sleep together where from this one is the nature of sin we have been bonded into it and we have been born into it so david said that from my mother's womb i was born a sinner I didn't think they would be enough fear. I ordered your Jamama or Crononia daddy. A son say a woman over tall, a year nipper subimua, Sani Pasuna, a dumpen pensobia. I fear in the pen in your name, my woman, your sister say, a dead money panic cost our crown as well. So it is in control of our lives. It's in control of our lives. I don't know, I say a brab bossany and Cornier Monofa. But when Jesus came, but pray you buy you know. Now the coming of Jesus Christ. It's miraculous in itself. You see, everything about Jesus is a miracle. That is why the Zoe life is a miraculous life. His birth was a miracle. His conception was a miracle. His birth was a miracle. His life was a miracle. His death was a miracle. His burial was a miracle. His resurrection and his reign. Everything about him. He deserves a shout of praise. Everything about him is a miracle. That is why whoever receives him has received a miracle. And when you receive him, that miracle begins to. You see, it's an eternal miracle that cannot be abated. It's an of. I mean, it's just rolling on and on and on. When you have received him, you have received a miraculous life that produced miraculous effects. Miraculous effects. So you realize that a one-time smoker, a one-time bugger who doesn't give a damn about anything and smokes on the street and do whatever he wants. All of a sudden, you see this gentleman carrying a Bible. Glory. Solemn come. A miracle has taken place because the miraculous life has entered. Yes, na brabo e yen centrone e to bi ojini biano ajin centrone atu na san centrone e ba mo a entumi firoda e yen centrone e yu mojuma na afia sase dai e yen ni centrone adi e wa e ni so e ti abi wo bi asabi na na brabo ni sene onu mi ni adi na so be na afia tam bible no na afia niema o yero e bros ye chain ya wa ni page ni betumi susu The whole church will sing this out to him. You see, as you're singing this song, he's working a certain miracle in your life.
So when you see an unbeliever and a stubborn guy who doesn't want to want to obey his parents and a rough guy on the street, don't try to cancel him. Don't try to imprison him. Prisons are not the solutions to the arm robbers. No, oh. that's not the solution. If you prison a man's flesh, you have not imprisoned a man's spirit. The mind of a man is already imprisoned by the devil if he's not born again. But when we are born again, the Bible says that he took captives captive. We are taken captive of the eternal life by the Son of God. We, we, you see, so imprisoning a person, you have just, you have just limited his physical operations. But, but you see, the things we, uh, we do and execute, they are beyond the physical manifestations, the things our eyes can see. They are actually having spiritual and eternal effect. So the Bible said that, not what a man do or does, but I say, as a man thinketh, that is who he is. So he may have imprisoned a person because he has stolen, but you may not have converted a person. You see, so what, no matter what he is in the prison, if this mind is not changed and doesn't think differently, I beg you, and what can change the, the, the person's mind? The word of God. This is what can change a person's mind. This is what can change a person's mind. No matter whatever you do, this is what can change a person's mind. I don't care what you think. This word of God has everything life has to offer. Pastor, can you talk? Can you teach me about how to have to have, how to have money? Easy. So for me, which my church everything. It makes you what it says. It makes you what it says. But you see, whilst we are born again, after we are born again, there is another realm one, one, one has to know. And yep. this has been a problem. We try to leave the grace message in another dominion, another er era. When you are born again, now you enter. The Bible says that you cannot enter. Now you enter into another realm. It's called the kingdom of God. From apart from the gospel of the, the gospel of grace, there is what we call the gospel of the kingdom. The gospel of the kingdom is what teaches you. Because in the kingdom, Jesus is no longer a lamp, he's a lion. Yeah. And a lion is the ruler of the jungle. So in the kingdom, it is a king and his domain. That is why it is called kingdom. It's so the man. domain where you enter, now you have entered into another arena. It is an arena where witches and wizards cannot touch your life. It's an arena where death cannot just determine your life. Oh, Rabashata, one day somebody said, I plotted to stop you and to destroy you. I said, I cannot die except I permit you. You are living in a certain arena where Satan cannot rule there. The Bible says that we have come onto Mount Zion. It's a city of the living God. It's a place where innumerable measure of angels has been made available. You are living in a company of angels. You are living in a place of a limitless provision. You are living, living in a place where disgrace cannot be spelled. But it is all about grace and glory. Oh, I thought I'm preaching to a church. I wish I step out and preach to someone who understands me. You are living in a place where beauty is given for ashes. We call it a kingdom. I saw we call it a kingdom. It is a kingdom of his dear son. So the scripture says that hey, we have been saved from darkness and be translated into the kingdom of his dear son. It is the kingdom where Jesus is the king. It is a kingdom. And in every kingdom, there is a kingdom life. 
I said in every kingdom there is a kingdom life. Pastor, why do I have to pay tithe? We have to pay tithe because concerning kingdom matters, we pay royalties. I didn't think I said me turn to the rest of the world. But pastor, royalties are paid by company and whatever. Listen to me. Says it says there are hidden treasures in eating vessel. As you walk around, you are an eating vessel, possessing treasures which are hidden in you. Every virtue, every wisdom, every knowledge, every intelligence, every ability to become a professor, and whatever in life, you are a whole company, you are a whole solution to a nation. And that response, you must pay a royalty on that. We are not saying I want to the Bible say now at the as I said here, I was sad or timo and to one number we in the party, we are not saying so any pebby, company be young sabinim dear be and mobi, I will more sign your mouth when you know the pa and ba and the musoneba and yes I went in as old me to your sobri. Because see, whatever you are doing, whatever you are doing in this very life, that profits you. You see, <laughs> the Bible says something. He said the earth is the Lord's. The foolish and they that dwell in them. So everything belongs to God, including your intelligence. Can I tell you something? The Bible says that with God all things are possible, but there are some things which are not possible with God. One of the things which is not possible with God is that God cannot learn, He knows all things already. He knows it. And he, he never learned to know. He knew it. So God is actually his knowledge. He doesn't have knowledge. He is knowledge. That's what the Bible talks about. The knowledge of him. I don't know whether somebody is here. You see, there are things that you 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 cannot excel in the Christendom if you remain in the gospel of His grace. You must move from that gospel of His grace into the gospel of His kingdom. Understand the workabilities of the kingdom of God and begin to apply them and see the manifestation thereof. Actually, this morning I came with a title when I wanted to preach, but I have forgotten about it. I wanted to preach about seeking the Lord, but that can wait for another time. But I think I need to tell you about the kingdom of the gospel of the kingdom as against the gospel of grace. And I pay me the asampa and the price. I say, "Sin be your and ratty." Then so I say, "No, no, me just want you make that offer." But me back at you, be say, "So be at you say, I am your mind more asemno, and I am your mind. I don't know I'm quite asemno, pano." You see, in the realm of the gospel of grace, all things are done for us. But in the realm of the gospel of the kingdom, we must enforce things. What I do not say, pano, no, and your mind, you know, you are the amazing. But a bar, your mind, you more dominant here. I say, yeah, 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 he died for you because you can't die for yourself and that is the message of grace but the scripture says he died that you may live as for the living he can't live for you you have to live 
So Paul said, now the life that he lives, no, he said the life that I live is no longer I, but Christ that lives in me. So he's just manifesting the life of Christ. And that's a kingdom lifestyle. And the Paul said, "That's a kingdom lifestyle." One day he told his disciples, "He said, you people have nothing." Because you have asked for nothing. I, I heard a pastor saying that in the in the grace era, you don't even need to pray. There's some pastor. That's what on TV, international TV. I don't want to mention his name. Because grace, everything has been done. Even Jesus yelled in Gethsemane. And he gave us counsel and said, Pray ye. Now on my foot to send me answer, send me say, Mom pay. And grace is counseling me. Adum Nangasa the professor of the gospel of grace says something. Paul, I know cry Adum to the Thessalonica church. Kasemiche Thessalonica season. It is a god, a kingdom life for us to pray. It's a kingdom life for us to pray. It's a kingdom life for us to give. It's a kingdom life for us to fast. In fact, it's a kingdom life for us to love. It's a kingdom life for us to forgive. It's a kingdom life for us not to forsake. It's a kingdom life for us not to be poor. Because I've never seen a, a poor royal before. No, no, I've never. A poor royal. A poor princess. And a poor prince. No. No. Or this year, or this year. Me who be that? There is a kingdom life, and there is a way the kingdom must go. And this is the reason why many people are not getting blessed. This is the reason why many people are falling sick and not able to get healed. This is the reason why many of us don't have authority. We don't have authority. We don't have power. We are not able to operate. Many Christians know how to shout, but they cannot give a shout out. You appear and people are like, at some way. Now go and ask all rich guys and you will understand that after they have possessed all they have, they begin to realize that there is nothing anywhere again. So what do I do? The next thing is to become a philanthropist. And philanthropist is actually an error to the unbeliever. Because what they never wanted to do was to follow God. But you see, to become a philanthropist, to begin to give is actually a godly act. So it's an error unto them. 
I don't so whatever they do want to do so you realize that the possession of wealth doesn't really matter keeping it and fat accounts and whatever and you realize that there is more meaning to life than to keep then you begin they begin to understand that it is more blessing to give than to receive so you realize that 70 million dollars is always given by Bill Gates to Africa to treat malaria and then Africans are rushing and keeping it. Politicians are keeping it. And they are dying from pot belly and cancer. Look at Bill Gates' stomach. And look at Minister of Social and Social stomach. That's the difference. Mm. That's the difference. Child of God, in the kingdom is a realm of authority. It's a realm of power. It's a realm of the, the demonstration of the eternal life. Oh. You need to understand. continue like that. I am called with a kingdom message. That's my calling. Because that day, that is what he told me. I told him, I said, Lord, if you are calling me, tell me. So what do I do? He started speaking many things. I said, Father, if it concerning the ministry you want me to start, I want you to give me a name which is in connection with the purpose for which you have called me. He said, Kingdom Mysteries. When you take the word of God as a believer, See, when you take the Bible, when you take the word of God and you are reading, pray to the Holy Spirit to open your eye to see, to have the kingdom revelations. Because your quality of living in this kingdom has a connection with the abundance of revelations you have as long as the kingdom is concerned. You will not fail. I said you will not fail. I prophesy as one anointed of God over your life that you will not fail in the mighty name of Jesus. I prophesy. Oh, just like Paul said, that I pray that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened. That you may know the mysteries of the kingdom. That you may know the hope of your calling. That you may know who is the king and his dominion. That you may know the kingdom you have come. I prophesy. May there be floodlights of revelation. May you move in the frequencies of power. Amen. In the name of Jesus.
When we begin to speak in tongues, we don't speak in tongues because we just want to. It's a language of the kingdom where we belong. When we begin to worship, it's an expression of our gratitude and an expression of our perception of the king that sits upon the throne. We begin to celebrate him and in the atmosphere within which we dwell. We need to understand what it is. We must know. 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 I pray for you that you will know. You will know. You will know. You will know. As a kingdom child, the place of sickness and disease, you must know. As a kingdom person, the place of poverty, you must know. As a kingdom person, you are not born into disgrace, but into grace. You must know. May you receive the revelation. May you receive the revelation. In the name of Jesus. Amen. What God is doing. We have entered into a season. As a believer, we, our focus is not in the possession of many wealth. You see, we are worthy by nature. By nature, we are. Just imagine a, a king is coming to Germany. And then he wants to carry the whole town to Germany because it belongs to him. No, you don't move with it. Okay, you go alone, but you know what you have. Okay, okay. Didn't explain it well. 
So we, we may not be working with monies in our hands like this, but we don't lack. Amen. A man went to, went to interview Bishop Oye Depo. He said, uh, we know, we, we've heard your words about $140 million. Then he got up. He said, insult. It's an insult. You are insulting me. He said, I am worth the scripture that says that he shall provide my needs according to his riches in glory. Through Christ Jesus. He said, that is my word. I'm worth God. I worth God. We need to have a certain, you see, when the Bible, when the Bible says that, when the Bible, the scripture says that the righteous shall be bold as a lion. He didn't say the righteous shall be Takashi. No, no. Takashi is not the same as boldness. Okay? Takashi. Every Takashi person is a fiero who is trying to tell you I'm not afraid, but he's afraid. But somebody who is bold is somebody who has no fear in him. And boldness do not just come by Takashi, they come by understanding of our position in Christ. Mm. So the knowledge of the kingdom will give you certain nature of boldness. One day a man of God told me, he said, Pastor, there's something about your church members. I said, what is it? He said, they are too bold for me. I said, hey. Is, ah. it, is it a sin? He said, no. I said, then leave them. Mm. Sometimes people translate the boldness of the kingdom as arrogance and pride. No, 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 no. I'm walking in power. I'm walking in miracles. I live a life of favor. I know who I am. I say, I'm walking in power. I'm walking in miracles. And I live a life of favor. I know who I am. Take a look at me. I'm a wonder. It doesn't matter what you see now. Just see his glory. Cause I don't who I said, take a look at me. I'm a wonder. It doesn't matter what you see now. Just see his glory. I know who I Take a look at me. I'm a wonder. You have to understand this thing. You're saying.